0: Aloha and welcome to the Fully Submitted with Brother Mike podcast featuring me, your host, Brother Mike, Brother Mike Dillard. I hope everyone is having a stellar day today, wherever you are in the world. Um, Yet again, I'm up at three something in the morning. (laughs) You know, I just uh, I'm so excited with the things that the Lord is is doing in my life right now, so it's a uh, it's a little bit challenging for me to sleep. Um, but I do sleep. I take cat naps. I learned how to do that in the military. So, um, but anyway, I digress. Um, again, this is a live and dynamic podcast. So wherever the message comes up, that is where I'm putting it down. Wherever I get it, that is where I spit it. So tonight I'm in my house. I'm sitting on my staircase. <laughs> And it just occurred to me that there are three types of people. And as usual, whoop, hold up, let me back up. The title for this episode is, let's see, what's a good title for this? <laughs> the title for this episode is givers, no, the three types of people. There, boom, that's it. The official title is the three types of of people. All right, here we go. So the world says that there's two types of people. They say that there are givers and takers, right? Givers and takers. And, you know, there's a lot of sayings that the world has that we just push the I believe button and accept. In the Navy, when you had to learn complex formulas and engineering, uh, sometimes you didn't understand things, your instructor would just say, hey, push the I believe button, right? In other words, there's no, you can, you can try and pick this apart, but guess what? You're not gonna understand, just push the I believe button, boom, you believe it, and now your mind is not blocked anymore. You can figure the equation out. So anyway, we hear all of these phrases uh, and I, and, and every nation I would imagine is the same way every country or every nation has their sayings in America. We have our sayings, right? <laughs> so one of the sayings is that there's givers and there's takers. I've heard that since I was a child, you know, so you hear these things, uh, these messages as a child, they're not truths, but you accept them as the truth, because you've heard it ever since you were a child. And since your parents said it, their parents and other people, you just accept it as truth. Okay? That's how it is. But at some point, as we get older in our lives or as we get wiser or, you know, as we start coming to Christ and we start getting discernment on things, right? You start to question these, these sayings, you know? And you you have to question these sayings. And what happens is most of the time when you question these sayings, uh, they don't hold water. They don't hold water, man. Not at all. You you see quite clearly, like once you apply the truth, you know, you apply God's wisdom to it. You pick it apart. It's like mm, that statement is not true at all. I've been saying that statement for 30 years and uh, it is not true at all. Not at all. So. This is one of those statements. I was just literally writing something down and, you know, and the thought occurred to me that there's, well, to be honest, the thought occurred to me about a particular person that I know. And I was like, oh, this person is, you know, I I guess I was trying to project uh, a particular attribute on this person that it's just not there so every time I would say like this person is you know they're like a giver and they're this and that it always rang hollow on the inside of me every time and then so today you know the thought occurred in my mind again and I just had to stop and I'm like wait 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 wait, you know I keep running past this thing right that is not lining up with what I know in my knower to be true you know what I'm saying like what I've discerned to be true. So there's what's in our mind. But then there's what you have discerned in your spirit, right? And sometimes, sometimes we have, we do this dangerous thing where we've discerned something, but maybe you don't want to receive that. You, you're still trying to put this thought. You're still trying to put this attribute on this person, even though in your spirit, the Holy Ghost do already let you know. No, that person is not like that, okay? So we... We end up hurting ourselves when we when we do that. Right? Because he's he's warning you. The Holy Spirit is warning you and letting you know, like, no, this person is not like that. Like, don't, don't, don't be fooled, don't be deceived. Okay. So anyway, it occurred to me like, whoa, this person is not, it's not who I think they are, right? I mean, they're not a bad person per se, but you know, as far as people go, but I don't need to be slapping this this label of attribution on this person right because this person is not a giver right so then i thought i'm like well maybe well if they're not a giver then obviously they're a taker but then i thought about i'm like no that doesn't ring true either (laughs) that doesn't ring true either it's not they're not they're not takers either i'm like well well there's only two types of people there's givers and takers And then the thought occurred to me, no, that's not true, right? There's also receivers, right? I'm like, oh, I never, I guess I never thought about it like that, right? So, you know, a giver gives. They're generous. They give. They can't help themselves. They have to give. They want to give. It is their greatest joy and their desire to give. Those are givers, right? Then you have takers, right? Takers take. And and quite honestly, they prey on givers. They they look for givers. They they, they know the the sweet aroma of a giver. Mmm, I smell a giver in the area. Mm Mmm, right? (laughs) That's how they are, right? They're takers. And they come in, they hone in on, on who the givers are, and man, they just go for it. And they latch on to those people. And they take, 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 take. That's all they do is take. They take, and they take, and they take, and they take. That's all they do. But then there's another type of person, which it just occurred to me tonight, and, and that is the receiver. So a receiver is not a taker, right? Because a receiver, more often than not, a receiver is someone that's been hurt, right? They've been hurt somehow. They've been you know, broken, deeply hurt, scarred, wounded, whatever, and they're not... They're not bold enough to take this stuff. They're just not, right? And uh, and they don't think highly that highly enough of themselves to be a taker, okay? Since they're wounded, they they're not really givers because to be a giver, you you're open, you open yourself, and you give, right? Um, but because they were hurt, because they were wounded. And, you know, in that, in that deep place, they're still wounded. So uh, they won't really open up that much. You know, they'll open up to maybe one or two people. They'll see that. OK. And even that takes courage. Like, usually they have to get into a bad situation. They get into a bad situation and then somebody shows up and they think this person can help them. And, uh, you know, they... They're leery at first, but then they see, no, 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 this person, okay, they are helping. Mm, I don't know if I should, Mm, I don't know, but my situation is so dire, you know, I'm going to trust them. Why? Because I got nothing else. So they trust this person and then they see, okay, either this person came through or they didn't come through. If they come through, then they're like, okay, I'll open up a little bit to this person. Because I see that person, I can trust that person, right? But, but still, they're not open to everybody else, and they're just open to that person. Why? Because they need, so they're receiving it. So they're not. Some people would say, "Well, if they're receiving it, then they're taking it." No, no, they're not. <laughs> you receive, right? If you're taking something, you literally walk in boldly and you take it. I'm taking it. That's my candy. You know, little kids take right. I want I want, you know, they just run over to another little kid and take it. Give me right. That's a taker. You know, a receiver is somebody again that, you know, maybe they've been hurt and they would like the candy. You know, they would like the gift, but they're not going to go out and take it from somebody. You know, but if somebody comes by and they say, hey, you know. They feel sorry for them or whatever they love on them. It's like, hey, you know, here, here's a gift. Oh, thank you, right? They'll take the gift. Oh, look at me. I just said it. They'll receive the gift. (laughs) They'll receive the gift, okay? So, and, okay, and uh, we all know I'm not like a doctor or nothing like that, right? So, I'm sure... You know, even though I am a certified counselor, but I'm sure that somebody with a long list of credentials might give a different definition. But this is this is what I see. This is what I've seen. So anyway, yeah. So a receiver will just receive the gifts, but they won't take it. You know, they don't go out and take it by force and uh, and they don't believe they don't really believe in themselves and they're not open because they've been hurt. But but the, the challenge in being a receiver or in relating to or dealing with a receiver is that they don't give. They don't readily give. Let's put it like that. A taker does not give at all. They, they really don't give. And if they give, they're just giving because it's a show, okay? Usually takers are narcissists. But... um. Receivers, they will give a little bit. They'll give a little bit, and and they'll give to that person or persons that they've allowed into their teeny, teeny, tiny, ever so tiny circle of trust. Um, and even then, it's it's a trickle of giving. It's it's the faintest of trickles. So imagine if you're you're got your mouth underneath the faucet. You know, it's a leaky faucet. Some faucets leak. In the Navy, we had to check the drip rate. You know, I was a mechanic in the Navy, so I was like a mechanic and a plumber and all types of stuff. We had a lot of different responsibilities rolled into one. That was my job. It was a very hard job. I can't say I liked it. (laughs) I was kind of lazy back then, and that was a really hard job. So, yeah. But anyway, so... If you're trying to stop a leaky faucet, you literally just had to stand there and you had to count how many times it dripped in a minute. Or well, the same thing with like a leaky hydraulic pipe. Like, you know, oh, it's leaking oil. Well, stopwatch, start now. And you just time it. One drop, two drops, three drops. Oh, it's, it's a three drop per minute rate. Okay, it's a three drop per minute leak, right? So imagine if you're sitting under this faucet, and you're you're thirsty. It's like, oh, I haven't had water in days, in days. Ah, I'm parched. I'm parched. And you know, you find this faucet, and you're you're trying to get some water out, and it's like one drop. Blink. Minutes go by, hours go by, and then it's like. Ah one drop pink it's like two drops in two drops in an hour two drops per hour i mean it says that's how it is with a receiver like they will give but it's extremely limited and only to those people who they've allowed into their trust circle right and so I'm asking you today, really what I'm doing is challenging you again as the body of Christ, as the mature body of Christ. I'm asking you, hey, which one of these people are you? Well, the better question is, which one of these people do you think you are? That's the first question. (laughs) okay? and then the next question, which is really more telling is which one of those people. With the would those that really know you say that you are. See, that's that's the thing right there. You know, this it's it's hard to see our blind spots. Right? It's really hard to see our blind spots. If you're a person that has done intense internal work and counseling and this and that, you know, for those people, I'm one of those people. Now I'm one of those people, right? But back in the day I wasn't. But if you're one of those people, then you can see your blind spots because it was pointed out to you. You didn't just shoo shoo it away and say, that's not me. That's not me. It's like, no, you thought about it and said, well, maybe that is me. Right? And it takes wisdom and humility to do this. Right? Someone brings up something about your character. Now, what you have to do is you have to look and consider the source. You know, is this a godly person? Is this somebody that I know to have discernment is this somebody that i know has wisdom you know is this somebody with a with a godly character right you have to consider the source first before you accept you know what they're giving you because like they say every bread basket is not from god right so you always have to check that first so if you've there's the if then statement if you've checked those things and it all checks out And, you know, this person has told you something about yourself that maybe you didn't necessarily like because, you know, mentally you didn't agree with it. Then you got to step back, even if you don't see it, you have to step back and say, you know what, this person has proven over the years that they are a genuine, authentic, sincere, loving, kind, godly, discerning person, you know, whatever attributes, you know, are attached to that person You have to look and say, okay, you know, I know they're not lying. They're not liars. They're not a liar. So what they're telling me must be, it must be accurate. I just don't see it yet. Why? Because it's a blind spot. It's a blind spot. So it is important, you know, they say no man is an island. It is important that you have people around you that are trustworthy people. Now, I understand Sometimes people be living some shady lives, right? Some shady lives and some shady characters. But even if even if you're a shady joker and you're listening right now, okay, God bless you if you're a shady joker, right? And uh, (laughs) usually shady people still have at least one or two people around them that are not shady people that. Genuinely care about them. See, and they know that they genuinely care about them. Now, unfortunately, they usually keep those people around. Why? Because they're using them. I just gotta say it. They're using them, and they know that they can either use or manipulate them, or they like a fallback. It's like, well, I know they're good people. They're they're you know trustworthy and this that, and the other. So it's like, you know, I'm still gonna dog them out, but. I I know they're not a part of this lifestyle that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? So even then, even those people have somebody around them that can speak truth into their lives and show them an honest reflection, an honest reflection of who they are, right? Many times we're surrounded with people that are giving us uh, false images of who we are, right? It's a false reflection, In other words, you're a godly person and you got somebody around you that's telling you that, oh, you're you're wicked or you're this or you're that we look in the Bible. We can look at at um, at David. Right. When David went out to the battlefield at the time right before he fought Goliath, you know, his brothers was making fun of him. One of his brothers like, what are you doing out here? Like, you know, what, what are you doing out here? Where's your few sheep? It's like, you know, it's like. Surely you're trying to come out here and do this, that, or the other. And he's like, what did I do now, right? Like, whoa, they, this particular brother, wasn't all the brothers, but I believe it was just this one brother. <clears throat> if, if David just went off with the reflection that his one brother had of him, you know, it was like he had an ungodly character. But we all know David did not have an ungodly character, right? So you, it's something else, you know, you always have to be careful to make sure that the people around you are really showing you an accurate reflection of who you are and see the word of God. will It tells you who you are. The Holy Spirit will let you know who you are. Right. We have to be bold enough to believe that. But anyway, my point is this. You, you want to ask yourself, are you this type of person? But the more important question is, what would other people around you say you are now if. You're bold enough, and I encourage you, be bold. Bold as a lion, I always say. Be bold as a lion. Be bold as a lion and ask people, right? Now, be prepared, because the answer that you receive, it may not be what you think you're gonna get. And you gotta be ready for that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be ready for that. So if they say, uh, dude, you're a taker. What? Yeah, you're you're a taker. Like, you're, you're not a giver at all, right? <laughs> You know, I've I've been blessed enough. I can say now I'm blessed. But I've been blessed enough to have people in my life who told me the truth. They told me straight up. when I'd be like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. And they're like, uh, no, you're not that at all. (laughs) And they wouldn't be mad at me. They'd be laughing when they said it. Nah, man, you ain't that at all, right? What? And then I walk away. You know, it's like my little feelings are hurt. But... I would I would keep thinking about what they said because I learned one time from somebody. I only met this dude one time. I met him on the bus. Things were not going well in my house at the time. And I remember uh, for whatever reason, I had to take the bus. I guess my car was broken or something. I had to take the bus though. And I was just so bummed out. And I was sitting next to this guy on the bus and he was like, dude, what is the matter with you? I mean, he just came out and said, what's the matter with you, right? Because I just looked so down. I was like, yeah, you know, things aren't going well in my house and this and that and this and that. And he said, huh? He said, you know what? <clears throat> he said, I learned a long time ago. And this dude wasn't any older than me, right? <laughs> he wasn't any older than He said, man, I learned a long time ago. He said, you know what? Sometimes you just have to leave room for the possibility that you're wrong. And he said, you know, based on what this person told you in your household, was that true? Right. Or did you just say, no, that ain't true. And I was like, Dad, you know what? That's a good point. You know, I I think what they said is right. And he's like, well, there it is. What's the problem? Right. <laughs> he said, so that's the thing. You always have to leave room for the possibility that you might be wrong and I, I, I never forgot that. So even if somebody tells me something and maybe initially I don't I don't agree with it mentally, I don't shut the door 1000%. You know what I mean? And a lot of people they do that. They shut the door 1000%. And and they walk in pridefulness and arrogance and you know what happens? God resists the proud, right? Why your heart is hard, you it, it can't get in. The, the conviction can't get in. Why? Cause you shut the door all the way. So I have learned. No, uh, even if I disagree with somebody initially, I'm I'm still gonna think about it. And more often than not, after I picked it apart, I can see like, oh, you know what? They were yeah, they they were right. More often than not, sometimes it's still wrong. Okay. So anyway, my point in sharing that is. This is important about what type of person that you are. It's important to understand what type of person you are and also what type of people are around you, right? Givers, takers, and receivers. Now, if you are a giver or if you have givers around you, hey, there's a responsibility that comes in being a giver because being a giver can be a very lonely place. Why? Because the majority of people in this world are selfish, The Bible talks about how it is in the last days, about men's hearts growing cold and they're lovers of self, lovers of self, right? They just want, they're not going to give you nothing. (laughs) It's going to take and keep taking and keep taking. And takers will take until you are bone dry and just a dried up carcass along the road of life. And they'll keep it moving. Then they'll find somebody else to suck the life out of, right? That's takers. But again, if you're a giver, maybe you don't understand this <clears throat> and you haven't grown enough in your self-respect and your self-understanding and self-awareness and self-love to be like, hey, I am a giver, right? And I don't just have to give to everybody, right? And I am aware that it's there's a responsibility. Like, if you're a giver, you are a blessing sent from God, amen, A blessing (laughs) sent from God, okay? But it doesn't mean that everybody gets your blessings. It doesn't mean that, right? Because they will suck you dry. So you have to understand, no, 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 right? You have to understand the types of people that are around you and then what you are willing to give, right? You ain't, you're not Jesus. Jesus is not calling you to go on the cross and and die for the entire world. That's not your responsibility, nor it is mine, Okay? Our responsibility is to follow Christ, okay? We we, we follow his example. But it's, it's not for you to just give everything that you have and no one pours back into you and you just die a horrible, lonely, miserable death, which is basically what would happen, right? That's not what he's called you to as a giver. So you have to be responsible about the gift because it is a gift. Yeah, it's a choice and a decision to give, But you have you've been gifted with a particular type of heart to be a giver. So you have to understand, hey, these people over here, man, they're takers. You know what? I'm willing to give yay so much because I understand they're not going to give me anything back. And they will I will give until I drop dead and they will keep taking. So, no, I'm willing to give this. And there it is. And takers are not appreciative. So, you know, if you gave them everything, they won't appreciate it. If you ratchet it back and you give them 50%, they're not going to appreciate it. They're still going to complain. You give them 20%, they're still going to complain. So it doesn't make a difference. Eh, you need to ratchet it back. They're takers, right? Keep it moving. Okay. If, the, if you're in relationship with another giver, then it's good because you both understand that and you're going to give into each other, right? You have to pour back. If you have a pitcher and it's full of water, if you pour it out all out, then it's just empty, you know? It, it, it's not gonna auto refill itself, okay? I, I know you got Jesus and he's the God that multiplied the fish and the bread, but there's a time and a place for that, okay? But nine times out of 10, usually if you pour out a pitcher, uh, it's not gonna refill, it's just gonna be empty, right? And that's what we are, we're receivers, we're reservoirs. So if you just pour out, pour out, pour out, eventually, yank, I had nothing left, right? You have to get refreshed, you have to get poured back into, okay? So that's important to understand, right? takers you need to understand you are draining and sucking the life out of people okay if people t- now i don't care what you think about yourself if somebody is letting you people are letting you know no you're a taker you you need to go to god and really start praying and repent you know and crying out like god please help me god please help me god please help me you don't want to be a taker <clears throat> because takers hurt people and usually takers are also hurt people Right, I'm not trying to justify your actions, but I'm just saying that's usually kind of how it works. But be aware if you're a taker, you find out you're a taker, right? I, I would, have, I'd like to imagine in your heart that you probably don't want to hurt these people that you're hurting, but you have to understand that you actually are hurting people, and so it is with that understanding then that you go to the Lord and you start, you know, taking whatever steps it is to change. Go to the Lord, journal, get professional help, right? You can go online and look up different things about being a narcissist and, and, and taking and what and it, there's, there's plenty of information out there to actually help you change. But, but the main thing, the root of it, because I used to be a taker, and what the Holy Spirit explained to me is that the root cause is selfishness, right? If you go online, they're like, oh, there's no cure for this. There's no cure for it, right? You're basically stuck being this way for life. But the Holy Spirit helped me to understand. It's like, no, it's selfishness. That's it. That's it. That is the root. It's just amplified. Right. So what you do then is you just put others before you. You stop focusing on yourself and it's not going to be easy. It is going to be an exercise. Right. You're going to need to do this on purpose. You put other people's needs before your needs on purpose. When you're doing this, it's going to seem so foreign to you and your mind is going to be screaming at you. What are you doing? No, you're giving stuff. What are you doing, right? It's like, hey, you shut up here. Let me let me give that to you. And when you do it enough, when you do it enough, when you do it enough, then you will change and you'll you'll graft that on to you and you'll be you'll become a giver. So there is hope for you if you're a taker. OK, but you got work to do. All right. And then lastly, if you are a receiver. Right. And again, in the body of Christ, we're supposed to give Right. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That is the example he, he said. Jesus came and what did he do? He, he gave. He gave what, what he had. He He served and he gave, right? He didn't have a lot, but what he had, he gave, okay? If you are a receiver, then you have to understand that you have a responsibility, one, to grow um, and to recognize that uh, you're closed off and that you're not growing <clears throat> and 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 basically like you're kind of living like a timid existence right and maybe outwardly it doesn't look like it but inwardly you know you're living a, a timid existence you're you're afraid and maybe you've been hurt and you're kind of like in a little cave or something like that and you know it's a safe place for you so you don't come out but Christ died so that you can live boldly right you can live boldly bold is a lion so you have the responsibility to grow and to develop yourself, but you also have to realize that, hey, you know what? I'm not giving to others that give to me, right? That's not good. And you also have to make the intentional choice to give, step outside of your comfort zone, and think about other people's needs. And you know, it's hard to focus on other people if you're scared all the time of of getting hurt and and. And, and I don't know you. I don't know your situation. I don't know, you know, maybe the level of abuse that you've been through or whatever, but I just did want to encourage you to say, you know, you have the Holy Spirit and, you know, most people are not as scary as those people that hurt you. Right. So learn to step outside of yourself and give back to others. All right. And uh, that's it. So like I said, I was just Doing my thing here, three in the morning. The thought occurred to me, and you know, as, as I do more and more of these podcasts, I'm, I'm, uh you know, I'm, I'm. I don't want to say I'm, I'm a re- relaxed at doing it, but as the messages come up, I'm just putting it out. So, you know, some will be more focused on, you know, scriptures and this and that, and, and others won't. <clears throat> but again, we are people, right? We're in the world and we're not of the world. We're just people whatever your station is, however much money you have or whatever your title is, you're just a person. We're all people and we are all on the same level, right? For all have sinned and fallen short. We're all on the same level before God. There's all people and then there's God. That's it. Okay. So please take this message to heart. I hope this helps you out and, uh, Yeah, that that's that's it for today. Unexpected as always. Here it is. And I hope this helps. And always remember, submit yourself unto God, then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time. I love you with the love of the Lord. Aloha.